It's All Things 805, and we are connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Allenette, and All Things 805 is part of the Allen Network, which means that you can listen to this interview of All Things 805 and past interviews of All Things 805 as part of the Allen Network podcast. If you would like to do that or share episodes of All Things 805 with others, friends, family members, so they can get connected to, search the Allen Network, A-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E, work on your favorite streaming platform, or you can go to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify to listen to All Things 805. And today on the show, I give you a couple of different friends of mine that are working to make the 805 a better place. First, I will give you a repeat offender. I call him because he's been on the show several times, but he's very active in the community and um, he always has something new and great coming up. I give you Young Quicks, who is actually a hip hop artist from the 805, and he's doing a special event on May 27th. The Top of the Food Chain Amateur Boxing Show, which is Saturday, May 27th at the Ocean View Pavilion. Tickets now are available at OceanViewPavilion.com. More information about that event on the way, as well as he's premiering a new theme song that he did for a foodie. Uh, You have to check that out. So keep it here for Young Quicks. Also a friend of mine by the name of Valerie Salazar. She is currently a student working on getting her master's, but she's also somewhat of an activist in the 805. She came out of um, the foster care as well as the juvenile justice system. She was part of that as a youth and she was able to break her way out of that. And she was here to share her story and also share a very special event with us. That is her baby that she's putting together to help young people not get into the same trouble that she did. This is really proof of how people can turn their lives around and what you might have been through, taking that and turning it around and making it into a passion to help other people. Your experience really being able to take that and giving it back to the community. So keep it here for Valerie Salazar, who will be telling you more information about her event June 10th, the Teen and Transitional Age Youth Community Connect event, which is Saturday, June 10th. But first on all things 805, I give you Young Quicks to tell you about the Amateur Boxing Day, as well as share some new music with you. Keep it right here to all things 805. in studio with one of my repeat offenders. I think he actually <laughs> a repeat offender. <laughs> gotcha. Um, Young Quicks is here with me. Hey, yeah. thank you for having me every single time. Every single time. <laughs> you know, I'm always going to bring you back. I'm like, okay, should I, will we put Quicks on like a, a schedule? Like, <laughs> once like, a month. Like, no, no, not once a month, quarterly. <laughs> we'll put you on quarterly, you know, so you got like an event in the, you know, winter, spring, yeah, and one fall, in the December. And, yeah, yeah, like every, every season. Season, we'll bring you back to talk about whatever you got cracking during that time. Thank okay? you, thank you, thank you. All right, so we always do this question. What do you want the listeners to know about you, Young Quicks? Go ahead and let them know. Man, that has been a long time coming, and 
I've been working, working for a while. Like one you of my working songs for are, a while. That's right. And that's um, right. I just can't seem to take no for an answer sometimes. So I just keep pushing. Well, I can't even tell you no. That's <laughs> 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 you hit me. I'll be like, Alanette, can I come on the show? I'm like, oh, let me see. What month is it? <laughs> <laughs> is that, when were you here last? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's about time. It's about time. It's quarterly. It's quarterly. Yeah, it's yeah. about time. So, um, You've been working for a while, and um, let them just let them know about what you've been working on, man. Man, right now I actually have a new record out, and most importantly, I'm here because uh, we have an event coming up for the kids, so yeah. I wanted to shine some light on it on um, May mm-hmm. 27th. Okay. So, but I, I always got new music, so I got a bunch of new music. I know, of course, you got a uh, new music. And you know, I did not. Dang it, I should have like put a whole like young quicks playlist together <laughs> like imagine from the beginning of time to see the growth that would be dope i yeah, know that yeah. would be dope we should just like do a whole show next about, next time you know, in three months guys i'm gonna be back and we're gonna have a whole playlist <laughs> uh alanette curated playlist on spotify oh, yeah, for, for sure of young quicks uh little jams and stuff but uh tell me about this event though that you got coming up for the kids i mean that's most important right um big shout out to twins boxing Twins Boxing from Oxnard. Um, they're putting this event together for the kids. It's an amateur amateur boxing event, Saturday, May twenty seventh. Um, the weigh-ins um, are nine in the morning. The first bout is around one p.m. It's gonna be at the Ocean View Pavilion Center, open to the public. Man, come support the kids. I've been. I was telling you off air that I've been watching some of these kids grow up. So I'm excited just to see them. You know, actually. Um, take the steps to make their dreams come true, which is pretty cool, you know? Yeah, it seems like for you, Quicks, like, when the kids start asking you to do stuff, there is no no. Yeah, I can't really, like, I tell you, I can't take no for an answer, and it seems like I don't know how to say no either. <laughs> so anything for the kids, man, when it comes to the kids, if I could do it, I'll be a part of it, man. Yeah, so when is that coming up again? This Saturday, May 27th, at the Ocean View Pavilion Center, right in front of Wanimi Beach. All right, so, um, so who actually hit you up to be a part of that one? Was it the kids, or, like, somebody Twins boxing. He's actually what uh, he's the dad of some of the kids. So you uh-huh. know, I'm, I've been watching them grow up. Like I told you, um, shout out to Cuate too. Um, they they've been bringing me around, and um, I just I I can't seem to like detach myself from some of these kids. You know, it's cool. It's cool to see them grow. Yeah, I know because uh, it seems like he hit you up, but then you see, he said it's for the kids, man. Dude, <laughs> it's for the kids. Nah, but he knows. He, they always help me out too for my Christmas <laughs> event. They're a part of it too. Yeah. So it's just you know, we, one hand helps another. You know, that's yeah. how we grow. It's for the kids. Man. Yeah, for the niños. For <laughs> <laughs> little babies. So yeah, I'm excited because you know last year we did the you know in December we did your big uh, toy giveaway. Yes. So so excited for that i mean it's gonna you know it's gonna be here before we know yeah it. i was gonna tell you you know it's coming this year again, yeah right? and yeah. then i i want to do it you know like bigger and better than yes. i even did last year you know like putting it together for femdustry and stuff and just you know we did that clothing giveaway i didn't know that was going to be such a big hit i was gonna tell you people still talk about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. About the clothes? yeah they still say hey man whoever did that and i told i was that right yeah there, you know? yeah was, uh, we we um uh, so i got together with another um with Angelique clothing in the city of Oxnard. And I was, and she just like checked in with me. She was like, I, I want to know how I can help. Yeah. And I don't know. We just connected right away and we started doing a clothing drive and man, we had so much clothes yeah. and we didn't, we didn't think that it was going to be such a hit. So we should have bought 
all the clothes out there. We actually like created like a boutique where we combed through the clothes. Yeah, it was like it was like a shop. Yeah, yeah we combed through the clothes and put out the best stuff that we like. You know, <laughs> but maybe yeah. next year we need to just put out everything, everything, everything and it. let people comb through that and let them do their thing because afterward we have we had a lot of clothes left and then I took everything over to the lighthouse. You okay. know, the women, yeah, the, no, the, the battered women's yeah. shelter, and yeah. yeah, and I actually I think you gave me like some a few like some toys yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Some some rice and some food that yeah, you yeah, had exactly. also got donated yeah. for that. So, you know, like you already planning for that or you kind of just, I'm going to wait a little bit till after summer goes by <laughs> <laughs> in the next trimester. Yeah. We're going to start planning. Yeah. For okay. So around September, we'll start. Rest September. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So September we'll start planning yeah. for a young quicks annual toy giveaway. And I actually, um, post up the information from his event up on all things 805 social media so you can check it out make sure you guys are following all things 805 it's really crazy because you know how like um i put po- like i looked at my account for all things 805 and i hadn't realized that i got i'm over 2,000 followers Ooh. now and i've been working on that for a, you know, i've been working for a while yeah, you know, yeah. but i realized that you know i i screenshot it at 2020 okay followers right and I was like, yo, that's when all things 805 came to fruition. Like that when one of my girlfriends came to me, my girl, Lacey Green, she came to me and she's like, Alanette, you are all things 805. Yeah. And I was like, that's the that's name the of my name. show. Yeah, that's dope. That's the name of my show. So I screenshot it and I posted on all things 805. All dot things 805. You guys, if you don't already, please follow that and, um, you know, tap in. And this guy right here is is pretty much all things 805 you know, <laughs> you've really putting on for the city of thank oxnard thank so you. thank you so much for you know just doing what you do so we're in studio right now with young quicks and um we're just talking about the event that he has coming up and um why is it you know why do you think it's so important for you to give back to your community like why is it something that's so heavy on your heart quicks uh because i was literally that kid i i tell everybody i was literally that kid that my mom used to go to the food banquets and mm-hmm. everything just um, the story is that that we all remember from me and my brothers is that some of our birthday cakes were actually the ones that my mom would get for free. Mm. So you know, like a lot of those things we were we wouldn't have mm-hmm. experienced if it wasn't for for people trying to do stuff for the kids. So yeah. I, I feel like if nobody, even if they are doing it, and if I could just put my little two two cents in, then I'm gonna do it. Man. Yeah, you know, give back to the community yeah. any kind of way that you that, that you can. can. So what's going on um, with? I mean, I know that you had the track. That just dropped recently. Yeah, that yeah. I was really excited about the track with um with Eric Sermon, dude. Like he produced and stuff. So you told me that you were hoping that you can actually get him on, on a track. the second one. Any any progress? There is with still it? the the record. It still has the open verse on it. Dang, that's, that's, so man. that's a, that's the only delay that is still being delayed as far as releasing the second Eric Sermon track. Mm-hmm. So Eric Sermon, if you're if you're watching this, you know the people are waiting for it. Let's give it to him. Let's get it. Tell me about how you got involved and how you and I mean, I know you told the story before, but, you know, not everybody has heard it. Uh-huh. Um, tell me how you got connected with the world famous Eric Sermon of EPMD, man. Um, I would say the Internet, the Internet. He's, the Internet is a powerful place. It's a powerful you know tool. You use it for the right things. And, and, and um, I just I would say it was the content I was putting out and uh-huh. um. He left a comment on one of my on one of my music videos that I I shared a clip and he said, "Hey man, uh, what's your?" He asked me for my phone number, but you know, I 
you can't just believe when somebody hits you up. <laughs> so yeah. I started Googling <laughs> it. I started making sure it was the right, even though he had the blue check mark and everything. Uh-huh. This is before people could pay for it. Yeah. You know, this is like a couple years back, like 2018, I would say. And um, right. we, he called me. I gave him my phone number. I took the risk and he called me and he started telling me a bunch of things that, that he, he saw when he saw my stuff. And, uh-huh. and he told me, I don't know how I found you. I don't know how I ran across your page, but I found you. And but it was meant to be yeah. somehow, some way. And, yeah. and now I have one record out officially produced by him, and I have one in the vault that I'm hoping I could get his Man, we just hope. On. We just hope. <laughs> hey, E, man. <laughs> e, what's I'm good, actually, man? My, my goal with Eric Sherman is to bring him down to my hometown and get him to come to the station and show yeah, some love. Yeah, have him come to yeah, the station. Show some love. Have him come through the Allen Network yeah, live. Yeah. So what's next for you musically? Like, what you got coming up? I know you, you got so much music out there you know you just stay yeah i'm working. actually i have a whole new re- a project with fingers uh, that i'm that i've been oh that's right yeah. you told me about that yeah, yeah. so you know slowly i've been putting out on uh, song by song but I'm, i still have like seven records that nobody's heard produced by him Dang. so we're, we're, we're getting ready to push that out and then i have the second record by eric sermon uh-huh. and then well I, the new release that the most recent one is that that I, I want to call it the theme song for the for the food blogger from mexi papa my boy um uh-huh. it just came out and and um that's kind of like people got excited about that too because like we went to the the soccer stadium we got it played in front of twenty two thousand people uh, so it was dope. A big, yeah I saw that on yeah Instagram. no it, yeah. I I, be, I was talking to my brother yesterday I was like that video clip is still getting a thousand views a day it's like a hundred twenty five thousand views right now nice of just us being there you uh-huh. know so that's pretty cool you know and um i mean that guy has a big platform and every time we go eat it kind of goes viral you know yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's fun it's fun you get to try out new new places and stuff and i'm definitely gonna have to invite him out like yeah. he's gonna have to start coming to the 805 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want him to come out to like we're um i'm on the committee this year for the banana festival okay. have you heard of the banana festival no, this, is, uh, this is crazy because the banana festival is now it's in its 10th year we're celebrating the 10th year of the banana festival and it's put on by the port of Wainimi and you know the big port that's there that the thing is is that no one is allowed on the port of Wainimi it's closed to the public the only time of the year that it's open to the public is for the banana festival and they, cl- you know, like really the port of Wainimi they import so many things right here into the 805 number one Chiquita banana and no bananas right <laughs> That's crazy. not only that but cars from all yeah, over yeah. the, the world yeah, yeah everywhere yeah. right so this is the one day of the year they clear out all the cars from that parking lot oh. and that's where they have the banana festival so I'm on the committee this year. I'm going to have to go, too. Yo, you're going to have to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this year, we're really trying to focus on, like, bringing, like, so many banana items. You know, we want banana cream pie. We want b- banana beer. We yeah, want banana yeah. bread. We yeah. want banana pudding. We want yeah. banana everything. Yeah, no. So maybe we need to have your guy yeah, come we'll out. Yeah, Mexi Papa come out. And let's go, like- bananas, yeah, baby. let's go bananas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Makes <laughs> Papa goes bananas. Um, the 10th anniversary and save the date for September 30th. That's a Saturday and we're going to do it up at, you know, the port of Wainimi. I need everybody to know about this festival because yeah. no one knows no, about it. Like, uh, and we're right here, right? We know about the strawberry festival. We know about the, the strawberry yeah, festival, yeah. but hey. No Why more. not the banana festival? Why not the banana yeah, festival? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's support it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like let's the bananas is going down. <laughs> so tell me about this record and, and tell me about your 
your guy, Mexi. Uh, Mexi Papa Adventures. Um, man, what can I say? We met last year. I think I was here at um, promoting a different event in Santa Barbara or something. Uh-huh. And yeah. I met him at the Santa Barbara oh, event. Oh, that's right. At the Latino. Yeah, at um, uh, uh, the business thing. The business the, awards. Yeah, yeah. And um, he... um. He told me right there and then, he says, make me a song. I want you to make me a song. Oh, dang. Because he had heard the Tacos Way song. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if this is a new thing. And I'm just, you know, the people are, are like, man, Quicks could do good theme songs or something. Yeah. But um, um, he said, I need me, I need me a song. And, and I told him, well, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. make it happen. So I think um, it took a little while. But I think it was because we were building the relationship and yeah. getting acquainted with each other. I've been to at least, I was telling you, like 15 or 17 restaurants with them. I feel like I'm gaining weight. Oh, don't tell nobody. Down, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and but it's it. cool. It's it's a cool experience because I I've been to places that I never been. Tried food that I don't really get to try. You uh-huh. know, uh, Mex- Mexi Papa approved. Mexi Papa, <laughs> dang man. <laughs> Mexi Papa approved. <laughs> <laughs> say it, Elena. What do you say, Mexi, Mexi Papa approved? Approved. Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> um, that's that's actually what what all the restaurants wait for for uh-huh. Mexi Papa to go to the restaurant and say that they're he's, that, that he, they he approved, approved all the grub there. Yeah. So what is the craziest? food item that you've now had to try what do you think is like the wildest either type of food or food item that you were like oh i don't know about this man uh i don't know if it's wild but i would say the one that probably made us go viral was you know what the tacos of pastor are and they yeah they're, they're rolling with the big thing yeah well we went to a taco truck in oxnard called juarez tacos and they gave us our own personal one a, a little like baby, baby roll? Roll and we were just eating it raw like that oh like so i think that was the craziest as far as like uh-huh. like eye catching you know what i'm saying they gave you a free uh, a little tiny yeah a mini trompo a mini a trompo little, a trompo yeah it's called a mini trompo yeah with the pineapple on each corner it was a p- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you, hey. Go, you go go follow mexi papa adventures right now guys and you guys will see that video because it's going crazy it's probably like at a million views yeah and we're eating this little just straight so you're like, yeah, straight like from that? straight from the little stick yeah <laughs> and it, i mean it, it was pretty cool it was pretty yeah, cool okay yeah. well let's get into that record then um and go ahead and you introduce it for me i mean i know that i said it you this is my it. new record guys it's called mexi papa approved make sure to go check it out available everywhere right now let's do it young quicks in the building let's get it this is Mexi Papa. The more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. Oh, yeah, baby. If you want good food, you gotta come to the hood. Oh, yeah, baby. The more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. This is good food, Mexi Papa approves. The more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. The more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. This is good, Mexi Papa approved. The more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. Yeah. I come from the hood. Where the higher the crime rate, the better the food is so damn good. I'm in the mood for whatever. Mexi Papa approved. Post it up on YouTube. Order me a plato, unos cuantos tacos with a side of nachos, but I'm still flaco. Make you lick your lips, eating food you can't resist and didn't know exists. Le digo, oh, oh yeah, yeah, baby. baby. Saludos a los haters that been patiently waiting. Look at me now, ya mero los 200 thou. There's no way in the world that you could put me down. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. No more dangerous 
the neighborhood, the better the food. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. Yeah, Mexi Papa. Mexi Papa, up in the casa. I don't mind helping. All of my raza. Tortillas a mano, cafe en mi taza. Like frijolitos with queso and salsa. Every day we gotta eat. I just keep it real, that's why they love me in the street. Made me down into town. They know that I get around. But the people gave me the crown. Cause eating is a habit. Travel the whole planet. Can't talk bad about it if you never had it. Es una aventura cuando como. Si no me gusta la comida, they won't get promo. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. Yeah, baby. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. If it's good, makes you papa, I approve. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. No more dangerous the neighborhood, the better the food. This is Mexi Papa. I just told him, that. just be yourself. He was in there letting singing his heart out. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. It was dope to watch him, you know, and then it was his vision, you know. Yeah. This is what he wanted. And and then even watching him at the stadium, it was like like watching he was his smile was like uh-huh. so big. It was cool, man. It was man, cool. the more dangerous the neighborhood, <laughs> the better the food. Yeah. That's why the whole city of Oxnard got the best Mexican food <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not a game. I will tell anybody, they'll be like, Oh, Alan, you know, like I'll go another place and be like, Oh yeah, you need to try our Mexican restaurant. Mm. Where is it at? Thousand Oaks? No. <laughs> mm. yeah, like Sacramento. Mm. Oh, where are you? You want to take? Oh, we're going to Arizona. You want me to take me? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be as good as Oxnard. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, no. Nah, he said that's one of his sayings too. So he says, if if I ain't dodging bullets, then I, ain't, <laughs> I don't want to go yeah, there. I don't want no tacos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I need to meet this Mexi Papa. Yeah, no, nah, sure. he's funny. He's funny, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him on here. Nah, definitely, definitely need to come him. Have him come out to uh, the banana festival yeah, and it. have him try some bananas. Some bananas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Port Wainimi, we're cool over there at the beach. You know, there won't be no bullets dodging. <laughs> All right. Well, one more time, though, like uh, give out your social media, and then I want you to give out the information for this event one more time and where they can find the info for it. Of course, they will be able to find it on all.things.805's Instagram, but give out the info um, where they can follow you. Okay. Make sure to follow me everywhere. If you have social media, at Young Quicks, everything spelled normal, Y-O-U-N-G-Q-U-I-C-K-S. And um, the event is Saturday, Saturday, May 27th. It's happening at the Ocean View Pavilion Center in front of Wanimi Beach. Mm-hmm. For all the tickets or any info, go to OceanViewPavilion.com. All right, do that. And thank you so much, as always, oh, for thank you. stopping thank you. by the Allen Network Live. I appreciate it's, it's you. It's always fun. I was already crying and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun, man. Yeah, we have a good time. We have a good time. Yeah. We just chop it up, you know, and uh, appreciate you, man. No, thank you. Actually, I love you a little bit. You nah, know me too. Me. Don't you know? trip. <laughs> <laughs>
And still on the way here on All Things 805 is my interview with Valerie Salazar, who will be sharing some information about the event she's organizing, the Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention Commission, the JJDPC's Teen and Transitional Age Youth Community Connect event, Saturday, June 10th. Keep it here for Valerie Salazar. She's up next on All Things 805. Don't go anywhere. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets were flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out. Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound. Like you don't hear the screams, don't be catching beat down. Staying quiet when they're killing, but you speak loud when we ride. Got opinions coming from a place of privilege. Sicker than the COVID, how they did them on the ground. Speaking of the COVID, is it still going around? Oh, won't you tell me about the looting? What's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels plus unemployment rate. What, 40 million now? Killed a man in broad day, might never see a trial. We just want to break chains like slaves in the South. Started in the North End, but we in the downtown. Riot cops try to block, now we got a showdown. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. The bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lies. all things 805 we are connecting community culture and climate of ventura county and beyond i'm in studio with another interview here she is bringing this incredible event to the 805 it's a juvenile justice and delinquency prevention commission's teen and transitional age youth community connect event that's a lot right there but she's going to explain it all to us valerie salazar hello Hello. Hey, how are you? (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. Great. Okay, so the first question I always ask my guests here on All Things 805 is just to give a little bit about yourself from your own point of view. What do you want the listeners of All Things 805 to know about you? I guess I want them to know that I am from Ventura County. Um, We've been here since I was four. um, And I went through the juvenile and foster systems in the county Mm -hmm. in the 805. I joined the commission the jjdpc we'll keep the acronym so i don't have to you know choke on all the words in it <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of words <laughs> <There's> so many <laughs> but i'll probably keep saying it over and over because i'm reading it <laughs> right <laughs> when i joined the commission four years ago they didn't feel that they were really addressing prevention uh-huh. um, and everybody felt kind of impassioned to do so so this like idea of an event mm-hmm. uh, started just like burning in my brain and i just kind of 
never let it go. Mm -hmm. And when I saw an opportunity through the Community Scholars for Black Lives Fellowship Mm -hmm. um, at the university I'm attending uh, for my master's, I said, I'm going to go for it Mm -hmm. with this project idea of a community event to get all these services to youth that most of their families don't even know that they exist. Right. So it's a big old resource fair. That's what it's it's going to be. Yes. Yes. And that is June 10th from 1 to 5 p.m. at Pacifica High School. And we'll give you more information about all the things that are going to be there. But um, first and foremost, Valerie, I want you to share a little bit more about yourself and your journey. You said that you were in the foster care system. How did you find yourself in that system? I started running away at 14 Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, get picked up by the police and brought back home. Kind of a cycle that continued through my, I guess that was the end of my eighth grade, early freshman year. It just escalated. Uh Um, Next thing I know, I was stealing a car to get from point A to point B instead of just, you know, running away and hitchhiking. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, to clarify, there is a, there's dependency, foster youth, and then there's um, juvenile justice Mm -hmm. youth that end up in foster care um, because they have nowhere else to put them. Mm. So when I went to court, um, my mom said, uh, I'm not taking her home today. And uh, that was in San Bernardino uh, yeah. Juvenile Court because I had stolen a car from San Bernardino. Um, and that was my first time going into Juvenile Hall. And mm-hmm. then I was in and out of Juvenile Halls through here in L.A. County, foster homes. Uh, I was in a foster home in Oxnard, mainly group homes and even placements, um, sometimes in L.A. Mm. Um, because there weren't a whole lot that existed here at the time. Um, and there still isn't. Yeah. But um that's how that kind of went. What was the family life like that you ended up, you know, doing stuff like that? You know, was it okay? Or are you just wilding out or, you know, you know, can't, teenagers, you know, sometimes can be in a safe space and still wild out, you know, but I mean, do you feel like your home space was a little difficult? Especially f- for girls, um, there is usually uh, underlying trauma. Mm. Um, the, I believe stud- I've done a couple of reports for school and like studies have shown like 80% of the juvenile population in juvenile facilities mm-hmm. um, have had experienced some sort of trauma or have high ACEs scores um, in that adverse uh, childhood experiences. Um, I did go, I did experience trauma at five. Um, I did grow up in a household um, where um, religion was really like a whole thing mm. um, to where I couldn't, I didn't feel like it was a safe space. Um, oh. There was also uh, anger in our house. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it didn't feel, it wasn't a safe space growing up. I didn't have that like freedom to experience all of these things I was feeling in as a preteen uh-huh. um, as far as like self-identifying and mm-hmm. learning, you know, about my sexuality and just yeah. like how I felt in general. And so I started just running away from home. That's kind of how it started. Mm. We're in studio with Valerie Salazar. Now she's bringing you the teen and transitional age youth community connect event uh, with the juvenile justice and delinquency prevention <laughs> commission is also putting that together. It, she's bringing you that event. It's something that's, that she's very passionate about. And she's bringing that to you Saturday, June 10th at Pacifica high school. You know, you found yourself in the juvenile justice system. So what was that turning point? Obviously, you turned your life around. Do you see like a pivotal moment where you're like, okay, this is rock bottom. 
I got to get my life together. Like, what was yeah, that moment? There, there were a couple of things um, back in my younger years, um, kind of at the tail end. They um, they had a drug and alcohol counselor with lived experience that started working at the facility, at the mm-hmm. juvenile facility in Ventura. Back before it was uh, in Oxnard off Vineyard, it actually used oh. to be over by the county hospital. Right. Clifton uh, mm-hmm. Tatum Center. Yes. Um, so uh, anyway, his name was Kevin Rainey. He came to my door every day. Oh, my Kevin I, Rainey? Yes. Yes, ma'am. You know him? Because I'm going to cry if you know him. <laughs> you know, I live with the Rainies right now. My aunt is a Rainey. <laughs> Sorry. My aunt was married to his brother, Kenton Rainey, who was a Ventura County Sheriff. <sighs> That's crazy. He um, showed up at my door every day and I told him to... I don't know what language is allowed on here. So I just told him to F off every day (laughs) and he still showed up every day and he wouldn't stop. Um, And eventually I started talking to him. I was getting older. I was, I was turning 18 Uh in a facility. I had been in a lot. I actually remember doing like a calendar of how many days I'd been incarcerated Mm -hmm. versus out. And it was not good. Yeah. Um, And I got, accepted into a woman's recovery home uh, since I was now going to be an adult. Um, they accepted me in and I was released from juvenile hall into a uh, miracle house uh, mm-hmm. in Ventura. But for me, I ran mm-hmm. when I got into group homes, when I got into a foster home, when I got into any home, I ran. Yeah. And then, you know, I deal with getting arrested and going back to jail. That was my behavior pattern. That's mm-hmm. how I operated. So to try to do something different is really, really, really hard. It's scary. Change is scary. Yep. Um, and literally, I would call Kevin every five minutes. I'd be like, Kevin, I'm going to go. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm mm-hmm. done. And he's like, take a bath. Read this chapter out of Narcotics Anonymous. Do like he would give me little assignments, and then mm-hmm. he'd be like, "I'll be there at six to pick you up, and we're going to go to a meeting." And he would come, and he would pick me up, and he would take me to meetings. Um, and getting into a new environment within Narcotics Anonymous, I am not like a. Uh, I did not stay in the program, um, mm-hmm. but that program, him connecting me to the program, staying in it was just enough to change my people, places, and things, and um, start to make changes. So. You got some discipline in your life. He helped you instill (laughs) some discipline in your life. He helped me make small changes that ended up being big changes. So then after that, so once you you got that discipline and those changes started, what was the next step after? Well, we have a lot of generational trauma and all sorts of fun stuff in in my family. I got married and had babies, Mm. you know, at 20 because that's a great idea. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, but we've learned a lot, I'm sure. I'm sure you have some beautiful children out of that grew up with a baby mm-hmm. so um uh yeah but it did um it was enough for me i, I was a substance abuse i use substances uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it was enough to keep me clean it uh-huh. did keep me on like a certain path for a while and it was enough to start start doing things i also was very um blessed um i was able to get full-time employment uh-huh. um and you know make this little life for myself and kind of pretend like that whole thing never happened is yeah. what i ended up doing yeah we're in studio with Valerie Salazar, and she's sharing her story, her journey as um, a young person who was in the system, basically foster care system, juvenile justice system, and found her way out and uh, found her way to a purpose, giving back to youth just like her. As she grew up, she, I guess, found uh, her purpose, right? You yeah. did. You did. did. It took so, a while, but I did. When did we start saying, "Hey, I got to go to school"? Like, I. When did we the start? Babies were growing up. Yeah, uh, the house it was 
you know, getting houses get feeling a little empty. Mm-hmm. I'm finding myself with free time and I'm not coaching soccer anymore. Mm. So um, my daughter was getting ready to graduate. Uh, you know, she's a senior and we have we have no college graduates in my immediate family. Uh-huh. So um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Started taking classes at VC, fell in love with it, mm-hmm. like really like taking classes and doing sociology, learning more and more and more about juvenile justice. I kept kind of going, going into back that. Into That's the what thing I was like, you... wait, like well, I'm going to do this like report on ACEs and like what it like girls in the justice system. And I'm doing this, uh, you know, the sexual abuse to prison pipeline. And mm. all of a sudden, like we say our kids are everything that they're our future, but we don't treat them like it. Like, uh-huh. And I, and I, I ended up fully delving in and, and going that route. And then I was like, what can I do in my community? And mm-hmm. I became a CASA, uh, which is a court-appointed special advocate. And uh, I joined the commission at about the same time. Mm. So. All right. So tell me about this this commission, the Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention Commission, the JJDPC. <laughs> so tell me of exactly what it does for our community. Sure. So it is state mandated uh, body. Um, mm-hmm. It's all volunteers. Um, going off of memory right now, I believe there can be 15 commissioners and mm-hmm. then two um, youth spaces also. Okay. Basically, do an annual inspection of the juvenile facility every year. But the BSCC has a state board of community corrections. Okay. Um, they uh, they have these Title 15 guidelines, mm-hmm. um, and we go in and adhere, like make sure that they're being adhered to. That make sure that the facility is where it should be. That they're offering the correct like the program that the youth are required to have you know the facility isn't isn't falling apart or in yeah, disarray right. mm-hmm. um and uh pay attention to all things uh new legislation mm-hmm. um, especially like with the, the closing of the djjs yes um, mm-hmm. has, you know, has affected that um and that's what we did and then again there was a prevention uh piece of it that really was not not really done mm-hmm. uh, so that was something that the commission wanted to take on okay so, yeah, so we got, oh, actually, I will be helping. So I say we. We <laughs> will be um, having this Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention Commission's Teen and Transitional Age Youth Community Connect event, and that is Saturday, June 10th. Um, it's 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Pacifica High School, and I'm sitting with Valerie Salazar, who basically had this vision of creating an event where she can invite all of these different um, organizations that have resources available to our youth that she feels like our community doesn't really even know about more preventative um, resources that you know before your kid gets into trouble how do we keep them from getting in trouble if you know the resources are there maybe you can use them before they get into situations like you found yourself in you know if you had maybe if you had different resources at the time you might not have gotten to all the trouble that you got into. Yes, that's been the bittersweet part of this work. Yeah. Going back and unraveling all the things woulda, coulda, shoulda, mm-hmm. and then going out and, and presenting that to others like, this is what we can do. This is how I could have been saved, but I'm alive. I made it because consider the alternative. Yeah. You was out there, girl. I was out there. You was out there and you survived it. I can't believe that you knew Kevin. I can't, I'm still mind blown over that. Wow. I, and I'm actually really excited that you're connected to his family because I want to just tell them how wonderful he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. I'll connect you with with his brother, Kitten, so you can talk to him about it. Um, Valerie Salazar is in studio with me right now. And so you have this special event coming up, but I want you to share a little bit more. You're you're connected with with the Cal Lutheran has this program for Mm -hmm. um, Black Lives Matter. So tell me how you got involved with that organization and yeah. community scholars for oh, yeah. lives fellow. Yeah, you are you're part of a, scho- a scholar program and yes. tell me about that um at Cal Lutheran. Uh, I was graduating from Calu um with my bachelor's just this past May. Mm-hmm. Um I still had one class to complete so mm-hmm. I wasn't fully like eligible to take advantage of all of the scholarship opportunities that mm-hmm. existed um mm-hmm. through the normal processes. Yeah. Um I went on to see what scholarships I might be able to apply for and community scholars for black lives mm-hmm. was one of them. Um, and I was reading about it at first. I'm like, this is, you know, this doesn't apply, you know, to me. Yeah. I uh, don't want to take up space that, you yeah, know, because, well, you're Latina, yes. you know, so you're like, wait, <laughs> but hold on. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, uh-huh. um, but I was reading it and they were like for allies and I was just thinking about it and I'm looking at the, the rates of even in our own County, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Ventura County has a 5% black population. However, two and a half percent, uh, incarceration, excuse me, 5% incarceration rate. So right. it's double, it's double represented. Yeah. So um, it's where the population is two and a half percent. However, our incarceration is high. It's double that. Yes, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Five percent. Yeah. I, I use the numbers of, of all people of color makeups in yeah. the county and put that in my application. Mm-hmm. Um, the It was really easy to put together because we've had this event has been in my brain and I've been trying to put it together with the commission mm-hmm. the whole time I was serving as chair. Um, so it was literally just putting it all down on paper. So how is that connected? So are they basically giving you the resources to put this event together? Yep. So um, the scholarship program um, is you're awarded a thousand dollars towards your project. Mm. So um, that is how that came to be um, along with a $5,000 scholarship for school. And Uh they also support you going to a black led um, conference um, during the year. So I'm going to be doing the national juvenile justice network in uh, July that I'm super excited about. Oh, wow. Amazing. In studio with, Valerie Salazar. Now she's bringing this event to you, the uh, JJDPC Teen and Transitional Age Youth Community Connect event. It is Saturday, June 10th, um, 1 to 5 p.m. Pacifica High School. Now tell me everything that's going to be at this event. Finally, oh we're getting to I'm it, so you know. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, I really wanted to think of like from the perspective of transitioning as a youth all the things like Mm -hmm. all the things that we need Um, all the things that you needed all the things that you needed you've been through it so you have firsthand experience on how to give it back to our youth so tell me all about it yes (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to get all the components interface is going to be there Mm -hmm. um, that provides uh, I was actually in their cool homes back in the day those aren't even like a thing anymore Mm. but that's like a home you could go to for a night if you just needed a break from your family Uh Um, forever found uh, Mm -hmm. human trafficking uh, nonprofit. That yes. works with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to be there. Um, the city of Oxnard recreation and cultural. Oh yeah, they're uh, great. They're great. Going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Probation is going to be there. They're actually going. They're doing like a community assessment, like a 
seeing a needs assessment. So I'm really excited for that. Um, so will they do be like conducting surveys out yeah, there so people like, can sit with them and talk to them and tell them, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I like this. Right. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And just like probation holds a lot of the funding for these community programs in the county. So okay. it's really important for uh, the community to say what they need because there is money coming into the county right now. And it, we, we want we need a place. To, want, we need to know need where to put it. Needs. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, I'm trying to have a, um, a food um, pantry situation mm-hmm. available okay. um, at the event that's still being worked on. Um, other organizations, we have Goodwill Industries is going to be there. They have like a whole youth training program for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. employment. Yes. Um, the uh, Ventura County um, Arts Council, they mm-hmm. do a lot of art with the youths in custody. Yeah. Um, I'm leaving. I know I'm leaving some out, but I'm I know. To, but you got oh, a lot uh, of Oxnard Performing Arts Center is going to be there, mm-hmm. which I was really excited about. The corporation, about. yes, they'll be out um, there. Yeah, there'll be um, <laughs> drawings for prizes, uh, lots of resources, um, food pantry. You know, we're still working on that. Youth art and performers, and yeah. I will be out there playing some jams <laughs> and then hanging out with all of you guys. Um, that's Saturday, June 10th. It's the JJ. Ooh. And one hour at oh. a time. I forgot to mention them. Well, one They're gonna. I mean, this is a big topic right now among mm-hmm. for a lot of parents and a lot of youth is the um, fentanyl and opioid. Oh my goodness! They're going to be yes. there, so I'm very excited for that education component for oh, the yeah. community to get to have access to education. Yes, this is very important to have that educational component. I think that this is a very important event for um, our families to come out to now. Parents, if you are listening or you know of a parent who has children that might benefit from this event, just to know the resources that are uh, available to you. If you need emotional support, emotional support, (laughs) that is something you need counseling for your youth. If you need, you know, you need to get educated about anything. This is the time to come out and see everything that's available to you in Ventura County in one place. So you don't have to venture too far to get it. And let's get um, educated about what resources are available to you. You know, so just in case you need to use these resources, you know exactly where to go, because a lot of times we don't know, you know, like um, I I share a story all the time is, you know, I, I ran into a friend of the family that, you know, was homeless and I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't know where to send him to get help, but maybe This is, you know, like in an opportunity, this is an opportunity for that not to happen. You know, like, you know, if you have a youth that's in trouble in your life, you come to this opportunity of this resource fair and you find the things that you need. So, you know, in the future, if something happens, you know, you feel like one of your, you know, your your family members or one of your family friends is being trafficked. You know, you know the signs, you get educated about it and you're like, wait, hold on, hold on. I know somebody that can help. And I know an organization that can help. So, yeah, this is a great opportunity for everyone to come out. And also, you're still looking for people to come out and and share their information and resources. Absolutely. So if this is something you want to table at, please get a hold of me. (laughs) Um, uh, And I left out that Ventura County Behavioral Health is going to be there. And so is Seneca Agencies. Uh, So a lot of um, and Family Justice Center, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of services. I, I, I just really... I want them to all the all the youth to come and like and families and feel like they're getting a big hug, like they have all this access to these services that they they might not know that they do. Yeah. So we got to get the word out to the high schools and stuff, even junior highs too, 
and you know just get the word out about this event so that um everyone can be you know aware you know so that big like juvenile justice system that's out you know that that center that's out on vineyard you know they built that thing for it to hold how many youth over 400 over 400 youth that thing's like not even halfway full no 70 70 youth in there right now right now at that's it because ventura county has been doing its job basically they've worked with the burns institute and they've done some amazing things here at lowering the numbers yes a lot of uh, intervention and diversion also so Mm -hmm. Definite, uh, definitely proud to be part of this community and especially seeing it make so much progress. Well, let's keep that number dwindling down. Yes. Until they yes, have please. to trans, they got to transfer. Well, <laughs> they got to make that center into something else, you know, a like, healing center. like it's a healing center now <laughs> where you send your kids and we all or we send all of our families go together to yes. talk to and everybody and to get everyone on the, the same, bottom. Of yeah, that's right. And get everybody on the same level playing field, you know, so that we can all win and advance as a city as a culture as a community yes you know what i'm saying all right um in here with valerie salazar she's bringing you the jjd pc (laughs) um teen and transitional age youth community event um it's a connection event so we're trying to get everyone connected and it's a resource fair saturday june 10th 1 p.m to 5 p.m at pacifica high school which is 600 east gonzalez road in the city of oxnard Community resources, uh, working on the food pantry, opportunity drawing with prizes, youth, art and performers. And for more information, they can contact you. And how can they contact you, Valerie? You can contact me on my, at 805-298-0087 anytime. One more time. Give out that number. 805-298-0087. Or you can feel free to DM me. Uh, the information will be up on the all.things.805 Instagram page. Um, and if you need more information about it or need to get connected with Valerie, I will definitely help you with that. Just DM me on our Instagram page. And thank you so much for being a guest on All Things 805. I'm looking forward to um, helping you out on June 10th. I think it's going to be a great event. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's All Things 805, and we are connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Alanette. I want to say thank you to my guests, Young Quicks that stopped through to tell me more information about the Top of the Food Chain Amateur Boxing Show, which is Saturday, May 27th at the Ocean View Pavilion in the city of Port Wyneme. If you need more information about that event, you can check it out on our Instagram page at all.things.805. It'll be up there. Also to my guest, Valerie Salazar, who is bringing you the Juvenile Justice and Delinquency Prevention Commission's Teen and Transitional Age Youth Community Connect event, which is Saturday, June 10th at Pacifica High School, 1 to 5 p.m. For more information that, about that event, feel free to DM me on Instagram at all.things805, or you can contact Valerie directly at 805 805- Two nine eight zero zero eight seven, or email her at valerinajs at gmail.com or like I said again feel free to dm us on instagram at all.things805 the information will be up there and if you have an event resources information that you need to get out to the community to get connected with be a guest on all things 805 send an email to all.things 
things805 radio at gmail.com and we can talk about getting you on the show so you can spread the word about what you got going on. This show is for you. Without you, it is nothing. So um, it is for you. So reach out to me. So whenever, wherever, however, whenever you are listening to All Things 805, you're very much appreciated. I'm Miss Alanette, your host, and we're connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond on All Things 805. And I'll be talking to you next week. Thank you for joining me.